What's up, guys? TradeDriver101.com. Big Ken here. How is it going, everybody? Uh, I'm a little tired today, so you're probably going to hear it. But other than that, as always, I'm TruckDriver101.com. Big Ken. You can go to TruckDriverBooks.com and get the book. Let's get down to business. Now, oh, I got to talk about something I saw. So if you are new to truck driving, it is not normal for a broker to demand that he be allowed to FaceTime with the person at the window at check-in. Let me break this down. I go into check-in. Now, when we get out of our trucks, we go into a place to check-in and discuss with the people at the desk about picking up the freight. We go in there, we give them a pickup number. This could be PO number, whatever. You'll learn this if you get into the game. Now, I go in there and I'm doing that and there's a guy and he's talking to the broker. All of a sudden, the broker goes, uh, you know, there's no one at the window. So the broker goes, well, you know what? Why don't you FaceTime so I can see what's going on there? And I am just laughing. I'm like, oh, there's no way this driver's going to let this man FaceTime. He's going to stick his phone inside the shipping office. No, that's not going to happen. Yes, it happened. Micromanaging son of a bitch. <laughs> okay, so let's go over why this is stupid. One. You are the driver. Don't get into this industry if you can't tell people no. Okay? Don't do that. Two, you're letting the broker make your day worse. The broker thinks he owns this place, just like dispatch does. They all think they own these companies we go to. And they can just walk up and be like, I want y'all to hurry up. They feel like they can just do that. The problem with this is you're the guy who's going to be stuck there for four, five, six, seven hours. Let me explain why and how stupid this all is. See, you got to understand this guy, what he didn't understand and what many guys didn't understand was again, I was at the same place. People all upset because this guy's taking forever to come to the window, but he's taking forever to come to the window because he's preloading everybody because at this plant, they got to run the machines up front. They got to unload the trucks in the back. Then they got to unload the trucks coming to ship out in the back. Well, in the front. Then they got to send those guys around to the back where we are so they can get loaded and ship out. Okay. This guy's doing 98 things. And sometimes they only bring in two or three high-low drivers. They doing easily 10 to 1500 loads. Okay. A lot of motherfucking loads moving. They busting ass as fast as they can. Okay. Doing what they got to do. They're trying to get as many people in and out and out and in. Bringing in supplies. Bringing in this. Bringing in that. It's just tons of stuff. And sometimes for two, three, four, five hours, they only got one guy. And like I said, with all those loads coming out in a week, ain't no brother freaking hell. That dude is going to be able to do that and keep everybody happy. So a lot of times he just start preloading trailers to get y'all the F out of there. gets you loaded super quick, then comes over, starts printing up everybody's paperwork. Sign, 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 sign. Get out. Literally will tell you, I need you out that door. I got to get another guy in. Need you out that door. Got to get another guy in. Need you out that door. Got to get another guy in. Right. That's what they do. So if you just patient, you'll be fine. You walk out of there 30 minutes. My man is moving, Jack, like lightning. Now, usually it only take about two or three hours before four or five or six or however many people they decide to hire because they can't keep any goddamn body will come in and he'll get some help and things will start moving at a reasonable pace. But you got to be patient. But. That's the situation that's going on. So imagine how it feels when somebody sticks a goddamn iPhone in your face and there's a broker on it. Talking about what's the way? Why is it taking so long? I looked at him like, you going to be here the next year. <laughs> that man already having a bad day. Not only that, you know, his the, the equipment they use is getting old, right? And all of a sudden it's not working. So they're having this real bad problem. This fucking equipment's not working. He gets so pissed off, literally in the middle of talking to the guy, he's trying to punch in the button, uh, to punch in the buttons on the um, 
this gun they use to scan in the uh, loads and he gets so pissed off he just throws the motherfucker in there <laughs> and you sticking this phone in his face he even fuck up your whole day don't you let no broker no dispatcher nobody fuck up your whole day because you're fucking up his day don't do that to people man think about that shit these brokers don't give a fuck about messing you up with these people and understand they will remember your ass you act like a fool they'll remember it and the next time you come in there they'll get in your ass always remember i don't care whether you company driver owner operator you are always working for your goddamn self every time you go to a dock the ability i'm telling you i have gotten so many things by just learning to shut up and be patient be patient be patient your life will be amazing if you are patient i'm telling you when do you know how many times people don't want like i appreciate you being so patient man and People around here just acting fool. Thanks, thanks. Really appreciate you, man. Thanks, thanks so much. I didn't do nothing. I just <laughs> sat there and like went on Instagram and ate a bag of chips. <laughs> That's it. You know what I'm saying like, I, but because you were the person who didn't get in their ass, a lot of times I'll come in there. I might be late, whatever, and I'll get out of there before everybody else. Out, and the motherfuckers know it. Yeah, because I know how to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I know how to be patient. You know, I remember one time this guy, I told you guys about it. This guy, this guy, man, you know, this guy taking so long. We'll be at 15 hours. I'm going to do 15 hours. I was like, hey, I get paid the same amount anyway. Well, why would you want to do 14, you know, 10 hours instead of doing 15 hours? We were there standing at the window for 30 minutes. The guy came up, printed up everybody's paperwork. We were out of there in 20. They already defeated themselves in their mind and giving this guy a hard time. And they were already preloaded. The guy was preloading all the trailers and then we would have got right out of there. And they, they said, oh man, you know, it's taking all day. It's just taking all day. Yeah. And also, if you want to get paid by the hour, don't get in the trucking. Seriously, don't get in the trucking. This is not an hourly paid job. There's some jobs in the, in the game that are hourly pay. Go work there. But I guarantee you they fucking you some way. Everything and everything at every company, I don't care where you go, works on a budget. Works on a budget. They got a budget to pay drivers. It's going to be uh, $45,000, $55,000, $80,000 a year. That's what you're getting paid. And they're going to fuck you to keep you at that damn line. The only way to get past that line is to go get a better job. Oh, and the last little frustration I'm a vent about is the next dude who tells me, yo, man, I'm doing this. And, you know, everybody says this makes money. And so I got into it and I always say the same thing. Did you do your research? And the answer is always no. Oh, uh, you know, all this because people get into this. All companies are made the same. No, they're not. They're not made the same, guys. If you want to make money, I don't care whether you got 15 years experience, 20 years experience, the first thing you do is talk to the drivers because that's going to be the truth. I tell dudes all the time to do this, and it's like it's amazing. They'll come to me and be like, oh, man, you know, I went there. I didn't make any money. Like, I literally had a dude tell me he didn't make any money at Falcon Transport. I told you it was a thirty dollars to $40,000 a year job. What did you think you were going to do? The only dude I knew who was making money was skipping home time and staying on the road and jumping from account to account to account to account to account. That was the only dude I knew there who was really pulling in money. At the time, I was not motivated to really make money. I was burnt the fuck out. My family member had just died. I came the fuck home to relax and deal with that shit. I put that out. I told that to people. I said, it's a thirty dollars to $40,000 a year job. I told it. Why are you waiting in now to tell me the same shit I told you? You don't do your research. And stop thinking you're going to hope on a dream. I'm going to just walk up in there and I'm going to make all this money. No, you ain't. They have a budget, dude. I remember when I quoted, I told dudes, when I go to Canada, I do this four pickup over at Falcon. I'm making this amount. I forgot what the amount was. Dudes were like, well, that ain't what I'm making. No, it's not. We're on different payment plans, different different worlds. 
That's how it was there. Every load was literally quoted at a different price. Oh, that didn't make sense. You know, no, it does make sense. They're competing for loads. They're competing. This bullshit that you just get on the phone and you call your magical broker and you don't give him any kind of deal. I hear guys talk about it. I'm going to call my buddy who's a broker and he's just going to show up and haul freight and give me all these deals and I'm not going to take any cut. So what the fuck is in it for the broker to do business with you then? There's no business. No, no. The broker isn't going to get anything out of you taking three dollar loads for three dollars. He needs you to take it for two seventy five so he can get a cut. Because I got a million drivers who can kiss my ass and be my talk buddy. At the end of the day, either you the dude who can hook it up and get it done, and I'll come through and give you the four dollar, and you come in to take the dollar ninety nine when I need it to go. Or you ain't that guy. It's going to be a deal some kind of way. And whether you a company driver or or a goddamn owner operator, I don't care who you are, you're going to notice it. I noticed it very quickly. This low paid $9.98 last week. Now it's paying $8.75. Paying a different amount every week. I caught on that shit the first weeks, the first two weeks being there. Like So I'm like, oh, okay, they're doing straight up competition bids right there oh no, no i know it's about to be man that's not how it works no 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 that's always how it works everybody has a budget and everybody is trying to make money whether it's the brokers whether it's the fucking i don't care who it is the customer everybody is so shit changes that's why companies go in and go out i pay attention my company lose some freight i'm on it i'm hawking it i'm seeing how how we getting paid for these loads all of a sudden i ain't making detention no more oh okay we didn't took a cut on this shit you ain't gotta be the you ain't gotta be an owner operator to know that. You can look at you can look at how you're getting paid. If one day, I remember the first when I got on this account and I was sitting for seven, eight hours, detention flew out my dispatcher's hand. Flew out. Plus mile pay. Didn't give a fuck. Now, oh, it's like, oh, we gotta give you detention? Damn, uh, how long you been there? Did you write it down on the bill of lading? Did you put it in cursive? <laughs> Did you get them to sign it? Did you spit on it, turn three times, and put a picture on the moon next to it? <laughs> you show, Did you do that? We can't pay you if you didn't spit on it three times and put a picture of the moon next to it. We can't pay you. We can't pay you. That's how it is now. Before they'd be like, oh, what, you been there? Two seconds? Fifty dollars plus miles. Don't worry about it, kid. We got you. That's the way it was. So what does that tell me? We're taking a pay cut. Taking a pay cut. Now, if somebody else is on a different account, let's say we got we got uh, another account of a different or a similar kind of company that's in Florida. Okay, they taking a different. They got they get paid just like we used to get paid because the account is new. They've expanded down there. Things are going good. It ain't like that up here. So we kind of fucked. At the same time, there's a guy down in uh, Ohio. He's he he making similar situation like me all of a sudden this detention money is getting funny so there's competition there that's how we read and we doing we know we it's how you read it like if they ain't paying you the budget then went down you gotta decide whether you want to stick through that or not and then if you walk up to me and you go oh you're doing some research on the account and you a dummy and you just sit down there going oh this is how florida paying that must be how they all paying and you're gonna work out ohio no you need to talk to ohio drivers Right, and then you got to talk to some some other drivers from some other places, and then you get a picture of the account, and you like, oh, when this was new, they paying buku bucks, and when the shit get old, your ass got to spit on the letter three times and turn this turn the circle and put the motherfucking picture of the moon on there to get your detention, <laughs> right? Like it's just I don't know, it's just like it seems like people don't do basic like understandings of like, you know, just just how this works. You know, and I don't care if you're an owner operator, company driver, you're affected either way. You're going to be affected either way. That's why guys who, when I used to work dedicated at Warner, when I worked dedicated at um, all the companies I worked for, right? I know I said that, y'all, y'all thinking like, man, Ken, how many companies did you work for? 15, 16? No, I worked for Warner. I started at Warner Enterprises. I went to uh, Falcon. And then I worked for Rush Transportation. That's the whole companies I worked for. Oh, and I did a a stint, a short stint at Precision Motor Transport, which I don't think exists anymore. Car hauling. 
So that's it. I worked for four companies in over a decade of trucking. Yeah, I'm a job hopping son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm not hopping jobs, dude. I just go where I find me a nice dedicated run. And when things start drying up, I'm on the book. That's just the way it is. And I read, I, I understand and I look and I study things. I don't just sit there on my ass and just sit there and go, man, this company changed. People kill me with that. This company changed. They didn't change, dude. It was always the same. The money got funny, buddy. They had to make a deal. They had to cut something to keep the account. That's the way it goes. That's why companies, when they go and get an account, they're always trying to get the dispatch office and they're always trying to get the, you know, the management of the facility because if they can get that, then they're banging because the company needs them. And the more the company needs them, the more money they can make. But when they're stuck just hauling freight as a dedicated account, that's good money for them. But ultimately, in the long run, they get fucked because they're just they're, you're selling a commodity. Anybody can do what you're doing. See what I'm saying? Even though I can tell you right now, a lot of the competition we got on this account, I think, I think they're about to go because luckily our customers are assholes. <laughs> and and um, because of that, uh, a lot of our, our competition is going to end up leaving because they ain't got the money to deal with this shit. I was looking at one of the new companies that came in. All oh, they tires are old as hell. I'm like, ain't none of these tires legal. These dudes get, we have a, a, a blitz up in here. These dudes all going to be stopped. Half they drivers don't know how to back up. Oh man, don't get me started. But anyway, that's just it. Look, you got to understand your company. Don't let dispatchers fuck you over or brokers get you confused. Read what's going on at your company. The company didn't change. The money got funny. Okay. The company didn't change. The money got funny. Okay, that's how it happens. The money got funny. The company didn't change. I repeat that all day. Look at this logically. Nobody's out to get you. Let me repeat that. Nobody is out to get you. That meant that mindset in trucking that somebody's out to get my money. Somebody's out to get my money. Oh, yeah. Nobody's out to get your money. The company just lost money and they gotta make a cut all right yep and i'm not even going bro i'm not trying to attack brokers i'm just i mean on ops i know on runs but i own truck boy you don't know i got a man call me and leave me with seventy nine thousand dollars worth of loads and he just do that every week without nothing for him really he must be a nice dude <laughs> you must your wife must suck your dick and don't get a pussy eating. <laughs> you you are you are one you just one of those guys who got it like that I don't think so, bro. <laughs> okay. All right. It's always quid pro pro. Right. If you going, is she going to get the blow job? She's going, you going to eat some pussy. That's the way it's going to go. You may not like it. Right. But you shouldn't have signed up for some pussy. Right. You know, go get you one of them weak ass females who ain't got balls. You know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> who ain't got balls, but you know, real women going to be like, you going to be eating this pussy. <laughs> right but anyway that's just my little rant there let's get down to business so a carrier fakes kidnapping to avoid paying truckers nine thousand dollars <laughs> so this lady's subcontractors are owed nine thousand dollars the police were on a manhunt last week for a two armed robbers who kidnapped a carrier owner and then stole nine thousand dollars from her Police never found the robbers because they never actually existed. According to the Fresno County Sheriff's Office, a 911 call came and reported that a woman was partially bound and gagged outside of a residence. I'm not going to say where it was. I don't want because these are real people. She was transported to the local hospital where she told the authorities she had been kidnapped and robbed. The woman was in her 30s i'm not going again i don't talk about real people she claimed that she had been driving into fresno when she was stopped in the middle of the street uh for she stopped in the middle of the street for two she stopped in the middle of the street for two dogs and then what the fuck (laughs) and then she claimed two men approached her and one was armed with a gun that was the best lie you came up with they had two trained dogs to just sit there and look at a car coming at them 
and you just stopped for the dogs and then they robbed you? Jesus, lady, come up with something better than that. Say they stopped the car in front of you and then they jumped out and robbed you. That's how you tell that lie. Don't tell that lie like that. They got trained dogs to stop in front of you. Lady, you know, good and hell well, a hood dog is gone. Hood dog see something that look like a gun. You can pick up a stick and act like it's a gun. A hood dog will run like a motherfucker. Hood dog don't plan on no car stopping. Hood dog will run, Jack. But anyway. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, my goodness. So she, okay. These two men approached the vehicle. This is her story. The two men approached the vehicle armed with guns, got into, got into her back seat, and eventually one of them switched seats with her, and she then says they knocked her out. This is another thing. Knocking somebody out in real life is hard, okay? It ain't easy. <laughs> All right. Anyway, she then says, oh, well, wait. she woke up and she was bound and she was, oh, wait a minute. She woke up with her hands bound and behind her back and she was gagged in the mouth. Then she, they eventually dumped her in the place that she was at. Again, we're not mentioning cities and names. While the hospital while at the hospital, she tearfully recounted what happened and investigated she had been carrying $9,000 in cash. Oh, boy. All right. And uh, <laughs> so she had been carrying nine grand in cash that the company owed her drivers. But when they compared her story to video camera evidence, detectives quickly realized that she was not telling the truth. Ah, uh, it was all made up the entire story story for the purpose of not paying her drivers $9,000. And anyway, her sub, she basically owed this to her subcontractors. The Fresno police, uh, have the reality that is she did not have the $9,000 to pay her subcontractors. And that's why she made up the entire story. She has been, now this is something I'm gonna give the Fresno police props on. She was charged with filing a false police report. Thank you. Thank you, Fresno police, for punishing a woman for doing something wrong and not just sweeping that shit under the rug. Okay? Thank you. Thank I, I know, because like a lot of people don't talk about it, but I have seen females do rude shit, horrible shit to motherfuckers, punch dudes in the face, seeing them getting stabbings all types of shit and the police be like just take her home and calm down i love thank you for not letting pussy get her off thank you fresno police <laughs> charge her ass just like anybody else that's fucked up first of all you gotta straighten your lies out look if you don't lie about shit leave out any crazy shit first of all there's no trained dogs just gonna stay especially in the hood they ain't gonna stand in front of no motherfucking car Right, they gone. Okay, there ain't no dog that love you that much. <laughs> Maybe in the suburbs where you know dogs ain't around guns and shit. But if it's in the hood where this type of shit happens, you know armed robberies and shit, that them dogs running. <laughs> okay, <laughs> dogs is running. Okay, they are hell. They a hundred miles an hour running. Okay, right. And two, don't ever say you got knock- knocking somebody out is hard. It is hard to knock somebody out. Okay, it's not like the movies. You can hit, you can hit it. Your head can take a hell of a beating. All right. And they're more likely to crack your head open. Right. than to fucking knock you out. It's not easy. Right. Maybe. All right. If he was a mixed martial artist, maybe. But nine times out of 10, most thugs ain't exactly mixed martial arts material. You know, they probably be doing bouncing instead of robbing motherfuckers. Right. Which is an iffy business because you could pretty much get uh, $9,000. Or you could get jack shit. <laughs> but that's fucked up, though. To go to that length to avoid paying your contractors. It didn't say shit about whether the contractors got paid either, by the way. Didn't say shit. So it sounds like she going to get charged with this crime, have to go to court, and they ain't going to get a goddamn dime. That's some fucked up shit, man. <sighs> you got to know the character who you work for, man. I feel sorry, man. That's a big risk when you work for these small damn companies, man. They take that risk. These motherfuckers will fuck you over and do it with no Vaseline. Ain't even got a good goddamn lie. Dog stood in front of a goddamn car while it was coming at him. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Get your lie right, people. I'm just saying that. Get your goddamn lie right. So let's move on to the next one. <laughs> 
21% of truck drivers placed out of service during the road check of 2018. I doubt a lot of these numbers. Uh, basically, a result back in the 2018, level one inspections in the first quarter were placed out of service. All right, let's get down to business here. Results from a road check in 2018 are back, and more than a quarter of the trucks given a level one inspection were placed out of service. So when they say 21%, they're talking about trucks inspected, not trucks in the entire trucking industry. Good. Okay, let's get that straight. All right. So put on the Commercial Vehicle Safety Alliance. Yep, the Alliance is back in this motherfucker. The international road check ran from 6-5 through 6-7. During the weekend, enforcement officers throughout the United States of America and Canada Total inspections, 67,502,000, Of those, major vehicles put out of service was 45,400. Where the North American Standard Level 1 Inspection... As a result, those level one inspections, 11,897 vehicles and 2,066 for drivers were placed out of service. That's 26% of the vehicles and 5.8% of the drivers. How in the fuck did that happen? How did you put out... <laughs> 11,000 vehicles and 2,000 drivers. That doesn't make sense. But okay, I'm going through the story. <laughs> 26% of the vehicles, let's see, what were they put out of service for is what I wanted to get down to because it sounds a little shoddy here. Uh, level 2 and Level 3 inspections are included. The total number of vehicles placed out of service rises to 15,981 and the drivers placed out of service rises to 3,035. Additional, there were 211 trucks placed out of service for hazmat violations. Break down which violation categories for both drivers and vehicles. So, this, the whole thing here, guys, is understand something, okay? You need to inspect your truck, but ultimately, 20, uh, let me go over this part real quick. So most of these, as I was going through it, is most of it's due to brake violations. A lot of it's brake violations and some of it's hazmat. And this just comes down to not doing your proper inspection, man. Making sure your brakes are adjusted. Making sure you ain't got no crack brakes. Making sure your brakes are good. They don't have grease on them or none of that stuff. That's really what it's about, man. Just basic inspections will save you some money. So I just want to put that out there because I believe there is a, another blitz happening this week. And that is what they're supposed to be checking, which is the brakes. So make sure your goddamn brakes are tight. Get those damn things inspected. So we just going over that story just because that's all that is. Just get your damn brakes looked at, man. Don't get up in the morning out of your goddamn coffee. I see you driving. You know, I was talking about this the other day with a guy. Because I always get this comment from drivers. They always tell me, man, I see you working out. Man, I couldn't do what you're doing. Working out. And I'm like, you sitting here just like me, dude. <laughs> you sitting here just like me. When you sitting at, we all complain about sitting in these docks. Get off your ass and inspect your truck. You don't want to do it in the morning. Do it then. Don't make no sense not to look at your truck as much as everybody complained about sitting in these goddamn docks. And it's just like we're working out. Motherfuckers let to tell me, man, I ain't got no time to work out. I ain't got no time to get in shape. I ain't got no time. Yeah, you do. You at the same time I got, dude. And the thing about it is that guys, a lot of guys, they focus on the past. They want to get in shape like they was in 22. They want to have a six pack with the big muscles Dude, I, nowadays when you get older, get in shape so you can walk without breathing heavy, bro. <laughs> get in shape so you can walk down a flight of, you know, walk up a flight of steps, walk down a flight of steps. You know, be get in shape so you ain't bent all over like you see truck drivers. Get into some yoga, man. Do something. You got time. You got time to inspect that damn truck and save your damn money. When them dudes got shut down, they lost money. That's money. You out here to get money. You out here to feed your family. 
and understand it wasn't dot because a lot of motherfuckers are going to go with that you know man they gonna get you for something that's bullshit i don't want i had many inspection and i've never had anything they didn't get me for something right that you know what the problem is you didn't do your inspection properly get off your ass get your brakes looked at and go do your inspection properly don't sit on your ass and then expect things to be all right it's not gonna fucking happen okay it's not going to fucking happen the only way to know your truck is proper and put together is you gotta do inspection that seems like some stupid shit you shouldn't have to say that yeah so you see this kind of it hurts me because it's like all that money was lost that's money that didn't get your family that's money that the government got after charging your ass tax money i'm mad at you for giving the government more tax money get mad like that think about it every time you inspect your truck every time you don't look at them brakes every time you don't check to see if they cracked every single time you don't do that in the morning or while you sit in the dock Right, every time you get out that truck and you say, "Man, I want to be like that dude, all super duper fat and all that shit," and you sit in that truck the whole time while your ass been sitting in that dock, yeah, understand that's you doing it. You giving the government more tax money. You giving the government more tax money. All right, you ain't getting what you want out of life because you sitting on your ass. You got the time, but you bullshitting. You waiting on a fucking song. You waiting on it to feel like getting some pussy. That ain't real life, man. You really want your shit in life? You got to go for it. Every time you don't do a pre-trip, just send me the money. This is, I, I, I tell you what. You see me on the road. I'll pre-trip your truck for you. You give me that money, they're going to charge you $350. <laughs> I'll pre-trip it nice. I'll pre-trip it nice, dude. I'll check the adjustments and everything. Break it down. Full inspection. Just give me that money you was going to get him. Give me that 350 that $500, plus the money you lost being broke down, plus the job that now you can't get because you got this fucking ticket on your goddamn license and these points. Just give me the money. You don't, you don't value your money, apparently. Shit don't make no goddamn sense. 26, 21% of the draw. That make no sense. It made no sense. That number that it was given didn't quite make a sense. I don't understand how you had more trucks than fucking drivers placed out of service, but bottom fucking line i don't give a fuck what the percentage was truck drivers do some goddamn inspections i see i'll be at the truck stop and i get dirty looks for doing inspections you must be a rookie i'm a rookie because i do a pre-trip inspection because i make sure my shit's running i'm a rookie i'm a motherfucking rookie. okay i'll be a rookie not at the motherfucking the, the scale huh yes <laughs> Your ass will be at the scale getting that ticket. <laughs> you a rookie. I never forget that. Motherfucker told me, you must be new to trucking. You don't do no inspection. You just ride and pray. <laughs> Stupid ass motherfucker. Anyway, let's get on to the last little story. We're going to talk about our president, y'all. So the president is putting more tariffs. The president threatens tariffs of additional $267 billion dollars on chinese imports 267 billion dollars president trump said he is ready to impose tariffs of an additional 267 billion dollars in chinese goods and on a short on short notice on top of the 200 billion dollars that his administration is putting on the final touches on so they're finna put more tariffs against China. So for those who don't understand how tariffs work, basically tariffs are like a tax. Okay, it's a tax, and it's supposed to incentivize people to not buy from China, but to buy from some to America. Right? Here's the dis- disillusionment. If I was to order Chinese goods, I, the person in America ordering the Chinese goods pays the tariffs the chinese don't pay the tariffs let me repeat that i pay the tariffs the chinese don't pay the tariffs okay so what that means is that if i'm a company 
for us as truck drivers, if I'm a company and I am ordering Chinese products and Snyder National is picking them up out of the uh, shipyard, right? Which is, which you, you know, your special card and everything to get on the dock and all that shit, right? That you know what I'm talking about where they unload at the docks off the boats, but costing me more money. I don't have my margins in it. So I say, you know what? I can't order from China no more. I'm going to order from Africa. China, right now, for those who don't know, China just offers $60 billion, $60 billion to Africa to build up the infrastructure. They're trying to build super highways all over the world. Despite popular belief, here's the problem with the president. China's not dependent on us anymore. They got their own game going. They're not worried about us anymore. We're not the big bosses we used to be. We spent all our money building up the world's education, building up the world's knowledge, building up the world's roads, building up everybody else. And we didn't realize, understand that unlike us, they haven't forgotten their own people. The Chinese going to take care of the Chinese. And a lot of people think, oh, they're one people. No, no, no. You got Indians. You got all different kinds of people in China. China is a very huge Really, it's a huge collection of different cultures and countries that have been unified into one. That's really what it is. Their Congress is millions of people. It's crazy. But all that being said, try to understand. I say millions of people. It's probably thousands. I'm sorry. (laughs) But it's, it's more people in their Congress than ours. Obviously, it's a country of two billion. But what a lot of people don't realize is that Tibet has a population of a billion. So it's like, yeah, they took over Tibet. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah as long as they took over tibet then you're completely right but if you take out the tibetans then it's just a country a billion but that's a whole nother story but anyway bottom line is they they're doing their own thing they're trying to build up africa right now to be the new china for their own products their own shippers they're creating their own entrepreneurship see they have communism and capitalism so the combination is they have an efficient government that controls the corporations not the corporations controlling the inefficient government like here. So the problem is that we're going up against a country that's working together as one. Like the president is their true fucking president. Like he has no limitations on how many times he can run. So he's president for life. That's what a lot of people talk about. And as a result of that, he has a, that power he has because if you disagree with the government in China, you can be sentenced to death. When we had that global crisis with um, with the mortgages, they got a, they got hit by some of that. They sentenced those dudes to death. They didn't play with them. They didn't bail them out. They sentenced them motherfuckers to death. They might have bailed some of them out. I don't know about that, but I know some of them died. How 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 corrupt do you think our bankers would be if they knew they could die? How corrupt do you think they would be? How many of them you think would be stealing? fucking you over put getting you kicked out of your house if they knew one of the president the president had the power to kill them understand china's rules you cannot disagree with the government you cannot disagree with the government their motto they don't believe in america because america wants to make money for money's sake they don't believe in money for money's sake they believe the money has to benefit the society that's their evil communism right it is i'm sorry it is and the problem is we're going up against that, but we only care about ourselves, the individual. You know, together they together they stand, divided we fall. So the tariffs, back to that, are supposed to incentivize American companies to buy from other countries. In some cases, this has worked. With steel, there's been increases in jobs in steel. But, of course, in other cases, it hasn't worked because, of course, there is Pakistan. As the Middle East, as we've gone to the Middle East again, throwing money in the Middle East, throwing all this money at the Middle East and terrorism problem, just throwing all this money. Some of these dudes use this to build up their communities and their educational system. And before you know it, they got entrepreneurs. Look at your socks sometimes. Sometimes you look at your socks and they'll say made in Pakistan. That's because not everybody is picking up a rifle <laughs> some the new rifle now is to open a business and watch america fuck itself because that's what we often do we fuck ourselves we fuck ourselves over <sighs> so 
the tariffs if the president does drop these tariffs on america uh, these tariffs that he's he's talking about doing an additional 267 billion dollars in tariffs trump's latest tariffs if he follows through would more than cover the value of all u.s goods from china According to U.S. government data from the last year, the U.S. imported $500 billion of Chinese products in 2017. Says that that's the Census Bureau's figures. Trump's administration has already slapped duties of $50 billion on Chinese exports since July, which has spurred an immediate and a kind of retaliation from Beijing China has said that it would force to to retaliate in all of its U.S. tariffs measures and fanning concern that depending on the trade war could dent the global economic outlook. Bottom line is China's going to fight back. They're going to throw out tariffs <laughs> and their own and their own duties against our products. Members of the public had until September 6th. To comment on the administration's plans to slap tariffs of $200 billion on Chinese goods, ranging from bicycles, baseballs, gloves, digital cameras. They make everything we, we have. But the thing is, they sell to everybody. They don't need America's fucking money. The world is all coming up. We sat there and gave all that fucking future away to them motherfuckers. Too busy being fucking arrogant. Anyway... <sighs> there is no final decision yet the around, around the tariffs and the U.S. Trade Representative's office continues to run their process of the White House duty. Deputy Press Secretary Lindsey Walters said September 7th. That was what he said September 7th. They plan to run their process. Hopefully, in other words, they hope to avoid this and get some type of satisfactory understanding. Because I get why he's doing this. I mean, we do have trade with China. China has depressed their currency. In other words, their currency is always less than ours. They're always benefiting by manufacturing in their country, right? And that fucks us over, right? So they've that's what we're trying to get them to have a fair deal with us, bring that currency up to its real value so we each have a fair trade deal. There's nothing wrong with what Trump is doing, right? The problem is that it's just it's it's just it's heavy handed and massive. And even if we get the better trade deal, like how much money are we going to lose to get there? <laughs> yes. And it's because understand if I buy my loads, let's say I'm buying loads from China. I decide to go to Pakistan. What about the dude out in California who's been hauling loads from China? Oh, well, that shipping company doesn't do as much business. What about the guy who's getting loads from Pakistan? He'll do business if he's able to do it that way. He may go to a country where they don't ship through us. They may ship to Canada. They may ship to Mexico. Well, shit, that ain't hauling on no American trucks anymore, is it? Hauling on Mexican trucks, Canadian trucks. See kind of how it affects us? It kind of, the shifting around of income and you end up in different treaties, different rules, different regulations, and American trucks may make no money off of it. So it's a scare right now. It doesn't necessarily affect us in a big way, but it's a little concerning because <laughs> I, don't, I don't think China's really going to give in to the United States of America. We just don't represent enough, you know, for them. We just don't, we're not that big to them. Well, a lot of people think we are like we we're just not we're not. <sighs> so let's finish it on through. Uh, Trump is getting the last minute earful from the prompt technology companies and retailers as he considers whether or not to follow through on his plan to ratchet up his tariffs and Chinese exports on September 6th. 6th Cisco Systems Inc., Hewlett Packard Enterprise, and other technology companies sent letters to U.S. Trade Representative Robert Leisner urging the administration to avoid imposing more tariffs by increasing the duties to, and on telecommunication networking gear 
the administration would raise the cost of accessing the Internet and slow down the rollout of next generation's wireless technology, the company said. Manufacturers, small and mid-sized firms and can't quickly adjust to the tariffs and impose so far haven't led to any meaningful uh, <clears throat> any meaningful harm. The National Retailer Federation of 150 organizations said the separation of comments to Leisner. The administration should seize further tariffs actions and give another shot at talks and trade deals with China, it said. In other words, like I said, in some cases, they'll be able to shift over to Pakistan. In some cases, they won't. They won't be able to shift anywhere. They're going to have to buy from China. China, I believe, still is number one when it comes to microchips and technology. Where the hell else are you going to go? But there are companies competing. Tit for tat tariffs are counterproductive and so far other only productions increased costs from American businesses, farmers, imports, exports, and consumers. The col- Yeah. So that's it, guys. So basically, it's Right now, China's we're raising our tariffs. Let me, because I butchered the story a little bit, but China's raising their tariffs. We're raising our tariffs. They call them duties. They call them all this shit. But at the end of the day, they're raising the price of goods of doing businesses between the two countries for the people that are doing business. Right. So in other words, you go to ship your you go to buy a product in China because you got it made for 13 cent. It costs you a dollar instead of 13 cents. That means you have to raise for to make a profit for you, depending on, you know, what your shipping costs and everything to make a profit, you know, at the margin that you want. You got to raise it up to instead of, say, you might have been able to sell that shirt for a dollar. Now you're going to sell it for two dollars. And it's small. But then when you start talking about computer components and things like that, now you're talking about a laptop that was five hundred dollars, maybe going for a thousand because, of course, tech companies have bigger margins. I mean, look at the iPhone. The iPhone, I believe a guy said it cost $375 to make the iPhone XS Max, I believe it is. The X Max or iPhone, uh, not X Max, it's 10 Max. I, iPhone 10 Max, which is $1,200 um, regular price. No, it's $1,100 regular price uh, with everything, including service. Uh, Apple Care is going to come out to $1,800 for the maxed topped out iPhone with um, half a terabyte of um, SD memory. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that obviously Apple pays $375, I believe, to manufacture that device. So Apple wants its price margin to be quite a bit. <laughs> but they're going to get them, their, you know, more than 100% markup. And if that means they have to raise the price of that phone to $2,000. They're going to raise it. <laughs> that means they got to raise it to $3,000. They're going to raise it because Apple's not taking any cuts. <laughs> right. You're just going to get some um, some longer, longer, longer contracts. But they're not taking any cuts. So kind of think about that. You know, think about, you know, you're going to take these companies are basically these companies are telling the president, we don't have any other way to get the technology done. I think when it comes to manufacturing like socks and clothes, there are the countries out there. But right now, a lot of them don't want to do that. They don't want to they don't want to go somewhere else. They don't have another answer. And so they're trying to get the president to lower tariffs. Now, what does all that mean to us? Bottom line is, in some cases, like I said, some products are going to ship from East West Coast, probably. But in some cases, it may ship to Canada and Mexico. And now no American trucks may haul that product. Or they may have to cut the shipping costs. Maybe the way they make it make up for it. So that means we, we could see shipping rates go down just because there's just not enough money in the product. So it, it's not none of it's good. It's all chaos. <laughs> and right now, China and America are throwing tariffs back and forth and the business people are suffering. We potentially will suffer and nothing good is happening. Right. In a way, we kind of and I know it sounds morbid to say, but in a way, Hurricane Florence saved our ass because we won't feel this probably this year because of Hurricane Florence, 
because FEMA is going to suck up a lot of stuff because flat betters, I can tell you right now, because of Hurricane Florence are probably going to be busy as hell. I mean, flat. Well, if you flat bedding, you finna make some money uh, because the government's going to have to rebuild a lot of shit down there. I imagine. I don't know how, how they haven't assessed the damage yet. I haven't seen it yet. It's just Monday. But it's going to be interesting to see. So anyway, guys, that's long enough. That's what I wanted to talk about with terrorists were, how they might affect us. They haven't really affected us yet. Everything's small time right now. It could get big time. Some companies will be able to shift. That may result in no American trucks hauling that product. Those companies that also shift may reduce the amount of money they're willing to pay to ship a product because of the profit margin for them. Yes, I know you're like, man, that phone costs this and that and this. I know, but companies want their 60, 70, 80% markup and, you know, whatever, 100% markup, 200% markup. They're not giving that price up. Shareholders are not giving that money up. They'll make your ass pay $9,000 for that iPhone before they do that, you know, and they got hardcore fans who will pay that money. So, so I mean, companies like Apple is not going to affect, but Hewlett Packard and all these small time guys, it will, and they equal a lot of freight for us as well. And again, they may not be willing to pay more money. So it definitely affects us. Let's see how out of control it gets. Hopefully, we get a better deal with China, um, and China doesn't continue to depress its currency and undercut the United States of America, and we can get a better trade deal. Um, it will be good for some industries, though. You probably. Probably one of the reasons you've seen flatbed doing reasonable is because of these tariffs. I mean, doing above, I shouldn't say reasonable, above normal this year. Because, like, everybody's seen kind of a decline in freight prices or or on the spot market, but flatbed has been high, pretty high. And a lot of people were saying, what's going to drop down further? It may not. Not with this hurricane, not with these tariffs. Because the steel right now is being hit with tariffs. So it's more expensive to buy Chinese steel, easier to buy U.S. steel. Now, who does that affect? If you're a flatbed guy and you're going to pick up steel over at um, the uh, border, over at off the boat, yeah, uh, your job just got cut. <laughs> you're going to be going down to U.S. steel to pick up the steel. So hopefully I'm explaining how that works. Okay. Uh, that's it, guys. TruckDriver101.com. Big Ken. Hopefully that helps somebody. Sorry for being a little muddled on the last one, but it's kind of jumping around trying to make it simple because it's kind of a long, drawn-out story. It's from the U.S. Times, and it's kind of really complicated. I was trying to make it simple. I don't know if I did a good job. But anyway, guys, truckdriver101.com. Talk to you guys later. Peace.